Welcome to episode 25 of Early Stoppage. I'm your host, Eric Moody, and on today's show, I was joined by undefeated Valor Fights bantamweight Shamir Helikitty Peshawar. We talked about comic books, anime, video games, her business, Marvel My Fitness, as well as her amateur and pro MMA career. This wasn't the usual episode focused on MMA, but I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Joining me today is business owner, pro MMA fighter, ring announcer, comic book and anime enthusiast, Shamir Helikitty Peshawar. Welcome to Early Stoppage. Hi, thank you for having me. So we're going to talk about many different things today and eventually we'll make our way back to MMA. (laughs) So I hear you're big into comics. When did you first get into comics? I was really little. I couldn't read when I first started looking at comics. So that tells you how young. I was obsessed with X-Men, of course. Um, I loved X-Men. I thought they were like the coolest thing. Wolverine was my favorite character. Just even the pictures. I couldn't read, like I said. So the pictures were so cool. I was like, I want to be a superhero. This, you know, this is great. Around eight or nine, I guess, I found X-Force, which became mostly everything I collected. I have a ridiculous amount of X-Men and X-Force and I, re- I read other storylines. I really was huge into Batman as a little kid. I thought I was going to grow up to be Batman. <laughs> it, was po- it was plausible to me. <laughs> I thought I would grow up, be a boy, and be Batman. So it didn't quite work out that way. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, the defining moment when you decided you were Team Marvel versus like sticking with DC and sticking with Batman? Marvel is so much more thought out. They have been working on these storylines. Sure, there could be like alternate universes and, you know, different types of things um, that go on and different story arcs. But they've been working on this, on the storylines for so long. And I think that's where DC kind of loses out with their movies as well, in my opinion. They try to cram everything together and they've always been playing catch up. So they've always been a step behind and they've just lacked the actual storytelling. The people who write for Marvel are so much more invested. A lot of them made up those characters, so they had more stock in it, whereas DC would change writers often, and it was never quite the same storyline. It's just a lot less complete, I think. Now, obviously, Marvel's winning in the movie department, but how do you feel about the Christian Bell Batman, the Dark Knight version? I love the Dark Knight. I think that that's a part of Batman that gets sugar-coated over, um, I think that was probably the best movies. Um, I'm a Tim Burton fan, so if you could take Tim Burton and have him make a Batman movie now, I bet it'd be phenomenal. So I like the Tim Burton ones with, you know, I was a little kid when they came out, so I thought they were really cool. I liked Michael Keaton as a Batman. We had Jack Nicholson, uh, you know, you had, I liked those movies, but I like The Dark Knight because it shows those characters, the people who played the characters got invested. The people who were like, I'm going to play the Joker. You know, they didn't, they weren't like, oh, I'm going to make it something new or I'm going to make it something different or I'm going to put my own spin on it. No, they stayed true to Joker. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you ever go to the Comic-Con? I do. I'm actually going to Dragon-Con this weekend. Um, I've appeared at a couple of um, local Comic-Cons. I'm going to Conapalooza and Johnson City. Tennessee in October, and I will attend TriStar Comic Con. I'll have a panel at both of those. 
we do like uh, feats of strength, so we see who can do however, who can do the most it, who arm wrestle. Sometimes I occasionally pick people up to see, you know, if I can pick them up. It's a lot of fun. We talk about comics, we talk about uh, anime, uh, we talk about, you know, MMA, of course. I've done a little bit of acting. I'm, you know, doing the ring announcing now. So there's a lot to talk about. So people ask me, honestly, about all sorts of different things. People ask me about WWE because I grew up watching WWE. I don't watch WWE now, but I did. I do have a lot of ties to that community. So people ask me about all sorts of random. You mentioned X-Force earlier. Deadpool has been one of my all-time favorites in the comic book universe. What are your thoughts on these two films? I think that they're branching out a little bit with Deadpool and giving him, you know, who he is. I love Deadpool. I've read Deadpool since the very beginning. Uh, like I said, I'm a huge X-Force fan. So for me, Deadpool has never not existed. Um, when the first one came out at the end of the movie, I was like, oh my God, we're going to get Cable. Cable's my favorite superhero. It's pretty much Cable, Wolverine, and Deadpool. I love Batman. I, you know, the Hulk. I, I Side note, I watched um, the live action Hulk as a little kid. It made me hate My Little Ponies because My Little Ponies came out at the same time. My sister wanted to watch My Little Ponies. I wanted to watch The Hulk with Lou Ferrigno because I pretended he was my imaginary friend. That's a true story. <laughs> so, <laughs> I had a chance to meet him at a con uh, and hang out with him. I brought him food and it was super awesome. I was like, I had to tell him. I was like, dude, you're my imaginary friend when I was little. And he was like, you know, Bruce Banner or The Hulk? I was like, The Hulk? <laughs> 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 You know, I, I met him once, too, uh, back in my hometown of San Diego. He opened a gym. I, I was still in high school, so it was in, it was in the 90s. This guy's massive. And, you know, for his age, he's one of the only people from that bodybuilding era that stayed in that shape. He is. And I, I met him, it was probably, let's see, I was playing roller derby, so seven, eight years ago, and he was still he, he was in great shape. Yeah, I give him props because I don't know how old he is, but – him and Arnold competed against each other, and if you put them side by side, Arnold does not look nearly as big as Lou does. I think it's because Lou actually loves working out. You know, and I'm not saying Arnold doesn't. I've never met him or had a conversation with him about it. Um, but I know that Lou Brigno really loves the process of working out and like, continually becoming better. So that might be one of the reasons why he is still in such good shape is because he loves it. That's very logical. I can see that. Now, you're also big into anime. How old were you when you got into anime? I watched Sailor Moon on Toonami. I was living at home pretty much predominantly at that point. Um, 11-ish, 13, somewhere in there. And I didn't know what it was. Um, I thought it was like, I was like, oh my gosh, this girl can change her clothes with a, with a pen. And she has a talking cat and she's a superhero. Of course I was in. <laughs> what, you know, what girl would it be you know so I was like oh man so Sailor Moon was what got me into it and then of course I watched Gundam Wing it was on Toonami Trigun Cowboy Bebop you know anything that came on Toonami I was able to to really get into it. I was like oh this is awesome so I started watching a lot of anime uh eBay became a thing when I was like 14 15 so I started ordering I couldn't even tell what they were. I would just order them and hope that they had English subtitles. Sometimes they were, sometimes they weren't. And it became a lot more uh, accessible through the years with Crunchyroll. I mean, I've had a Crunchyroll forever, so. For me, it started with uh, Robotech. Yeah. <laughs> a 
Kira and uh, Fist of the North Star. Yeah, and and of course Akira. You know, all three great animes. And I guess there there was a Zoids. I didn't realize Zoids was an anime when I was younger. You know, it was kind of just slipped in there, and it was an anime. Uh, Robotech. A lot of people didn't didn't know that that was an anime because it came on pretty early. So, well, the weird thing is that I didn't know about Robotech was that it was a combination of three different stories or three different animes and they compiled it into one. I didn't know that. I didn't know that as much until I'd already watched it. You know, that, was, that was something I knew until Reddit. Um, that was a Reddit story. I was like, what? You guys are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, recently I started watching uh, Berserk. Um, even though I'm about 21 years behind, you know, the series still holds some value, though. It's pretty dark. So the, the crazy thing is, um, I'm not sure if you're into video games or not. I am. play a game on Dreamcast called Sword of the Berserker. That's actually based off of Berserk, it's, but I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So I was playing a video game before I even knew about the anime. I love games. What's your favorite game? It's got to be Final Fantasy 2 slash 4 for the Super Nintendo. Um, I say two slash four because it's two in Japan, four over here. So that's probably it had Cecil as the main character. That's probably my favorite because that's I found out that I loved games like that. I also really love Metal Gear, or, um, Metal Gear Solid. I love Alien, um, Alien Hominid. I know I'm crossing platforms here. Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid, the original one. I think that was the first game I was really addicted to. Yeah, because it was. There was so many new things that you could do as a character. You could crouch, you could pick up boxes, you could hide in things. Like <laughs> it was so much different than what we were used to at that time. You know, now it's like, oh, who cares? You know, no, nobody would even think it was like that interesting a game at this point. Um, but I loved it. If I were to compare it to something that was um, groundbreaking, it was kind of like a, a version of how the Matrix was from movies. You know how the Matrix was the first movie to really change and have everybody step up their, you know, they had to step up their game. That's what I feel like Metal Gear Solid did. It was the first game like that where all the other companies were like, oh, okay. I agree because even Resident Evil changed after that. You know, every, every platform kind of changed the way they were doing like first person shooter type, kind of like an RPG first person shooter, you know? So everybody started kind of changing up how they did it. You dabble with a little bit of everything. I mean, you have you have uh, your company, Marvel My Fitness, which is, I'm guessing, a combination of two things you love: fitness and Marvel. <laughs> it's not people be like, "Why is it Marvel?" I'm like, "Comic books. Be your own hero." You know, don't don't be like, "Oh, I wish I was that person." Be that person. <laughs> be, be your own person. Is this how you came up with the idea for Marvel My Fitness, or how did you come up with that? We had a program called MaxFit that was ran by Taylor Turner, and she was going to branch off and do some different things. Coach Eric was like, you should take it over. You should open it up. And I was like, uh, okay. So I started thinking of, like, what are we going to name it? And it really didn't, like, come together. And then one of the girls, we were doing, like, a mile, and we were timing it. One of the girls came back, and she was like, I can't believe I ran that mile. It was, like, seven-and-a-half-minute mile. She was like, I didn't think I could do that. She was like, that's, like, I can't. I'm just like marvel at it and it kind of dawned on me I was like oh we call it marvel my fitness it's kind of like a dual meaning like you know superheroes and being able to like take a step back and then like to appreciate and respect what you've done to work for where you've already gotten so 
I just kind of ran with it at that point. And people love it. It's worked out well, um, the whole Be Your Own Hero thing. So. Now, speaking of the Be Your Own Hero, I've seen you sometimes. You'll be, you'll be wearing heroes, different anime. Is this a part of the Be Your Own Hero? So is it every day do you kind of get in touch with a different hero in your own being? Uh, maybe to a, like a subconscious extent. I really uh, choose like what I wear because I want it to represent who I am. So I'd like, it's a way to start conversation. If someone's at the gym and they're like, oh, I love Dragon Ball Z. All of a sudden now you have a connection with that person and you can bridge that gap. So if you're wearing something like that, I know that you probably like it. So I know I have a conversation with you about it. I have a lot of comic book and gym shirts. I mean, most of my clothing are either <laughs> gym affiliated or workout affiliated. It's really hard actually when people are like, oh, you want to go out and do something? And I'm like, sure. And I'm like, I actually don't have something to wear besides gym clothes. So sometimes it's a challenge. Now, do you have any Marvel characters throughout the building? I do. We have Cable, Deadpool, and Rogue on the wall. And then we have like a huge canvas print that hangs up in there as well. And then we have like the office is like surrounded with all of the fight posters that, um, Vince has been at, or Emily and Invicta. Shanna's fighting Friday and Invicta, so hers will go up there too. There's a King of the Cage one that Shanna fought at. So any of like the, we really structure that you surround yourself with a life that you want to lead. So, uh, you know, it's pretty powerful sitting in a room where your teammates have been so successful, um, and you know that you you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna get a poster on the wall too. You know, <laughs> it's it's cool for like the new people even they'll come in and be like, wow. This is a lot of posters. So we, we try to surround ourselves positively with where we want to go and where we've been, kind of structure that together. We have a whole bunch of amateur posters that we haven't hung up. We definitely like to like, uh, keep our roots and show where we've been. Yeah, I think that's good for uh, overall aura in the building. Speaking about mixed martial arts, do you remember the first MMA fight you ever saw? But the first one that stuck with me was when um, Matt Hughes was in a triangle and he slams him. And I was like, I want to be that guy. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, let's just do whatever possible to be that guy. And I remember going with my dad to a wrestling event after that. And I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like, is it like wrestling? And he was like, no, it's legit. Uh, Cause I always knew wrestling was fake and were staged because I sat backstage with everybody and I hung out with everybody as a little kid. So I knew. I knew that they didn't really like dislike each other because I'd seen eating egg salad sandwiches together. You know, I'm like, is it like WWE? And at the time, WWF, they're like, no, it's real. And I'm like, I want to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> did you grow up studying martial arts? I didn't. Um, I didn't do any martial arts. I was a, just like an arcade nerd growing up in high school. Uh, I didn't go to, I didn't attend school. I say high school because it's that age. Everyone can, I, identify what age I'm talking about um we just hung out in the arcade and I worked three jobs I didn't ever have the opportunity to do anything like that I was like 25 and I went to a kickboxing like a title boxing thing and I was like this doesn't this isn't right and I'm not knocking title boxing I think it's great for anyone who wants to do it but I didn't I didn't enjoy myself I called Joey I was a friend I was friends with Joey on Facebook which is one of my coaches about a year before I actually came to KMA and I kind of just stalked his page. I kind of tried to let it go and my life got drastically worse. I, I was like, oh, I don't, I'm not going to do this. It's not, I'm too old or I'm too this or whatever. And 
my friend was like, hey, do you want to go to some local MMA fights? And I saw my teammate Taylor fight. And I was like, where's this girl? Let's go to wherever this girl is because I've never seen another girl do this. And I want to go and I want to be her best friend on trainer. <laughs> so that's And they were moving. And he was like, well, we're moving right now. It'd be best if you wait about two weeks. And then I came and the rest is history. I was like, well, I'll just go for cross training. I was like, I'll just go so I can hang out with this girl and I'll be cool. Cause I'll hang out with this girl and I'll just, you know, just cross training for Derby. It won't be anything serious. And there's no way. Now was Knox MMA Academy the first and only gym that you've ever trained at? Yes. Six years in November. I had no wrestling, no fighting. That was actually like technical. Okay. Now you won your first pro MMA fight in the beginning of the year. How did it feel starting your professional career off with a win? We don't put a lot of emphasis on win or lose. It's more experience. Can you go in? Can you do what you're supposed to do? Can you listen? Can you do well? Uh, it's all experience. Uh, of course, everyone, I think everyone wants to win. Um, I think that's like a, you know, people, uh, if you don't win, you're not good. If you win, you're good. I don't really buy into any of that because it doesn't really equate with like if you're a good fighter. So my focus is always on can I go put on a good performance? If I can put on a good performance, then I'll be asked to come back. That was kind of where the focus was. It was an extremely emotional fight for me. Um, going in, I even like standing waiting to be called out, I was pretty much like in tears because I was like, they're calling a program white fight and it's fine. It's a lot to have been at that moment. And it's definitely something that I'll never forget. Standing there about to walk out with Eric and I was like, this is it. <laughs> After this, this is, she was a tough fighter. She hit like a truck, always things to work on, but I had a really great time. And I think that's apparent to anyone who watches me fight is I have a good time. I'm having fun in there. And it's, it's the most freedom that you will ever experience. Okay, now speaking of having fun in there, how much fun was it being the ring announcer at Valor Fights 51? It was, <laughs> it was very fun. It was a lot different, uh, different fun because I was like nervous that I was going to mess it up or I was going to accidentally say a cuss word or <laughs> uh, stutter or just do something you're not supposed to do. After a few fights, I was like, okay, I'm all right. I can do this. So it got a, little, a lot easier as the night went on. Um, my voice was definitely hoarse afterwards. I sound like an old lady for like four days. How did you end up being the ring announcer? Did you ask for it? Did they come to you? How did that work out? They asked me if I would do it. And of course I said, I said, sure, let me ask Eric what he thinks. I always ask Eric. <laughs> I was like, what do you think about this? He's like, good, have fun. It's a, be a blast. So I was like, all right, let's do it. All right. Now, can we expect to see you as the ring announcer in the future? I think so. Um, I'll, if we don't have like 80 people fighting. Uh, I, I will re-announce. Sometimes we have a whole bunch going on and there's it's, there's a lot, but I will do it again. I had a good time and I will definitely do it again. Now, do you currently have a fight in the works? I don't. We've had a couple fall through. We're just seeing, seeing what we can get. Uh, there's We're pretty much booked up until like the second week of October. So I know it'll be November or December. And if not, I'll it's a, it's a hurry up and wait game. Hurry up, wait, hurry up, wait. So I'm to it. It took us a while to get each one of the fights that I've ever gotten. So it's not something I'm, I've never had like people like lined up. 
Now, did you feel a big difference from your amateur career to your pro fight? Man, I fought some tough chicks as an amateur. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, there wasn't really a difference for me. Okay, so the competition has stayed pretty consistent. Before we wrap up, I'm told you have a history with Glenn Jacobs, better known to the world as WWE superstar Kane, who's about to be sworn in as the mayor of Knox County. How cool and beneficial is it to see this happen for him? I think it's awesome. He's an incredible community person. He has been the entire time I've ever known him. I've, I've never known him to be anything but kind and gentle and supportive. Uh, so it's kind of funny to, to see him, you know, as Kane, but he's, well, he's going to do a lot of really awesome things for our community. Uh, I'm very blessed and excited that that's who's going to be our leader for a little while. That's pretty cool hearing about the other side of the Big Red Machine. Now, how can your fans stay up to date with you on social media? If you type in Shamir Pashewa, you will find me on every social media. I even have a freaking Pinterest. So if you want to see what I would like to do with my dream home, you can follow me on Pinterest. Uh, I'm going to start a Twitch channel soon, so that look out for that. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I try to post different things. So there is different media on each platform. Well, I appreciate you being on Early Stoppage today, and I wish you continued success with the many things that you're involved in. Okay, thank you so much. All right, that'll wrap up today's show with Shamir Hello Kitty Peshwa. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Until next time, peace.